Welcome, welcome to 561 Music, where we talk about all things South Florida music with a different artist each week. How's it going, Hector? Shut up. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm all right, actually. Um, I'm trying to remember for the life of me what we did this weekend. We did nothing. Absolutely nothing. Oh, no, wait. We played like 36 shows. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's it. We played um, Friday in Melbourne. Yeah, that's at, it. Mega, uh, Mally. Mega Mally's. And we had a better, way, 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 way better sound person than the last time. We yeah, we actually did. Yes. We, we, the the lady who did our sound, we, I think we even spoke about we it. We spoke about it already on the podcast. Yeah, we kind of we, we destroyed her, her career, and she's now in a mental institution because of us. Because but, of the power of this yes, podcast. Yes, yeah, 100%. The reach this podcast has is incredible. <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, but we had a way, way, way better. The company sent a new sound guy. He's actually the... Young guy. He, he's actually been the guy. He just couldn't make it that day because he was... Yeah, yeah. festival but he was a young guy eager to learn and uh yeah. you know was, billy strings uh, fan was yeah was willing to uh, mustache tweak some things for us and whatever so he he listened to us which was like huge yeah know? yeah no he's dead huge. nice yeah i, I think really nice i kind guy. of begged him to be there every time we play yeah, there, so yeah. hopefully he will be and then uh and then saturday we played uh, uh mike uh, mike hayden's, mike hayden's uh, surprise party. birthday party that was fun yeah, yeah. with alley and uh, that was fun. And then uh, Saturday night we played at Our Lady Queen. Um, Lady we Queen played at a Peace? church. It's a church. It's, <laughs> it's a church. It's, it's called, a Catholic church. Got a very long name that I no, I have no chance of remembering off yeah, the top of my like head. Our so Lady let's have a look Queen at of it. something. Um, Queen of Hearts. Was it no, called? It was called Queen, Queen of Peace. Um, I don't know. I, 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 know I think it was called, Cemetery. Actually, truth be told, it's called. It is called. It doesn't even. Say, oh, doesn't. here we go. Here we go. Our Lady Queen of the Apostles. I was close. I yeah. was really close. You were very close. Apostles, and that was good, actually. But apostles are peaceful, so technically I was right. Yeah, I guess so. Are they um, all peaceful, though? I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Oh, except Judas. But, we, <laughs> but we're not going to talk about religion. Justin told us not to. <laughs> so, anyways, that was a fun gig, though. Yeah. That was, well, a, that was a lot of people. That was fun. Yeah, it was, was great. Fun. And um, there was some people, there were a bunch of people there who. Uh, They'd been like talking about us, looking forward to it, and everything. And there's tons of people being really nice to us. And then there was that lady who was like up in my business, saying that just because I had a bunch of tattoos, I wasn't allowed to play like redneck music or something like that. It was really she, awkward. She really got under your skin, man. She uh, was talking about she was from Russia. Yeah, and she was yeah. talking about how you shouldn't you shouldn't play Irish music because you're English or something. She was just and saying then, every damn thing. And then be, and then your tattoos, your 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 tattoos and you know ball cap or whatever don't, don't doesn't give you the right to play redneck music that you're still english i know i know what the hell was wrong with it <laughs> i, I mean she, whether she's right or not I it was a little bold i don't think she was right but it was, <laughs> it was funny it was funny and the, and, but the irony of it was she said something about redneck music i mean quite honestly most of what we played was irish music it wasn't redneck music I, I, don't, I think she was just really confused because someone had been trying to explain us to her yeah and then and then she sort of came with all these preconceptions i think that's what it was yeah and then was, she did didn't really give a chance for us to kind of uh, just be the thing. Before no, she you gave her some. Her you gave her some answer, and then she like got offended. She's like, "Oh, I was kind of a dick about it." She was, was like, "I'm not." You know what I said is, I, I, and she goes, "Why this? Why that?" And I said, "You know what? Because why the fuck not?" Right. That's right. what I said. But then she said, "I'm Russian." She is. I may not get mad right now, but I'll find you tomorrow. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know was, what she meant by that. She was gnarly, man. A little she, scary. Was, she was a handful. <laughs> and you played Guanabanas on Sunday. Right? I did play Guanabanas on Sunday, and it was a lot of fun. I, you know, I, I get to do that about twice a month 
on yeah, average. Yeah, it was cool. I appreciate you letting me get up and play a couple songs too. Uh, oh, oh, wait, I didn't do that, did I? <laughs> one day. One day, my friend, will get you One day, there. one day. One day, Sunday, Sunday, not Sunday, Monday. So I, 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 time, I, I think it's time we, uh, we made a beeline for beeline. Oh, yeah. I see what there you did is. there. There it is. I've been dying to do that ever since I found out you're called beeline. Um, yeah, we have Brendan, Aaron, and Brian. How's it going, guys? Hello. Good. Going nice awesome. Good evening, guys. Yeah, so I know Brendan because we have um, off and on over the years uh, crossed paths with Irish music. Yes. Yeah, man. And I think I first sort of saw... Uh, that you did it and you were doing a thing when you did you made um that video of you playing all the different things on uh, on facebook yes and i was like oh that's pretty good that's awesome you did i can't remember what song it was but it was really pretty you're doing the banjo and the mandolin and everything yeah i was i was doing that a lot like back i would like to do more of it i just don't have time because i'm like making music and teaching <laughs> i feel you man uh, yeah I, but i didn't have a, um an ipad for the longest time because you can't get that program on android you have to have it on Apple, but you can but you can't get it on an Apple computer. You need to get an iPhone or an iPad. So I was going nuts because I was so super jealous. Everyone was making these things. I want to make. Finally got it, and then it was past 2020, and I didn't have like a million hours in the day to exactly. do whatever I wanted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. it was annoying. So I now have the program, not the time. But anyway, I was very impressed by all of that. Thank you. And then um, uh, we were looking for some. He was asking me to find some people to play um, at the. Um, St. Patrick's Day at Paddy Max because because um, Killbillies do that all day and then we just get some different people to kind of do sets here and there throughout the day and um, it's always really fun a little hectic on our part but we always have a good day of it and you always come what is it like it would be your third one this year this will be my there? third year yeah. yeah 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 man and hey thank you for the opportunity you no, know yeah. I was uh, I've loved Irish music since I was a teenager yeah um, man and got out of like punk into Celtic punk into traditional Irish folk music Nice. Um, okay. So. That's kind of, that is, I sort of did this pincer movement with it because I was kind of coming from the exact same direction right. you were, but then also I have a, a, a relative who's like, does, plays a lot of folk music and, um, and, um, has done his whole life. And I was brought up with it a li- like anytime he comes to the house, he like brings bagpipes and all that stuff. And so I always like really admired him. And so I, uh, so I had that side of it as well, but I pretty much came to it the direction you did too, punk, really. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I just said, being of the Irish ethnicity, like I didn't, you know, know that that was in line for me. But uh, yeah, just sort of fell in line. And normal folk music, sort of whatever. Uh, uh, who are those guys with the sweaters? Clancy Brothers. Right? Oh yeah. You know, if you listen to like old folk music, a lot of those tunes, whiskey in the jar and all that stuff, just is in the lexicon. Yeah, absolutely, so. it is. No, totally. So, um, do you still do you do gigs where you just play traditional Irish music? I would like to do more, but generally, I just play. You know, in, session, in, right? Yeah, I play in the Irish Jam, the Irish Session. Where do you do? Where's that? Tim Finnegan's in Delray Beach. Nice, yeah. Yeah, every Sunday. That's cool, boy. Come through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bring, the beginning bring of a Kill- tin whistle. Yeah, man. The beginning yeah. of Kilbillies, we played there a lot. Um, yeah. And um, I know all those guys, and but it's bit, it's a bit of a trek. But it's really nice down there, and, and uh, I should be hitting her up and try and get another gig, actually. It's been a while. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and I, I should just come down to this session. It sounds like a blast. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, and if anyone's yeah. looking for a session, you know, like an Irish session, there's one in Delray Beach at Tim Finnegan's. You should go down there and check yeah. it out. I, if I had known it sooner, yeah, I would have been there. Yeah. Uh, it was like a revelation to me. I could have uh, been doing this this whole does time. Does Ali Hayes ever get down to that? Uh, I think I saw her one, but right. yeah, no, she's she's a talented Young lady. Yeah, she is. She studied at a university. You know, Limerick. she basically did three years of 
doing a session for university. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> speaking to Irish musicians in Ireland, like they all study that, and to me, that's just like such a foreign concept. Yeah, like, yeah. And they're like, oh, at least like folk music. And I'm like, no, yeah, like I went to college, we didn't do that here either. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it's super yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, then. So um, let's let's get on to Beeline, which is the reason we're all here. Yeah. Um, how long has it been a band? Uh, Beeline, as as under that name, anyways, is a fairly new development. We recently rebranded as of October. Was our okay. was our I official so. announcement? Yeah, I think so. And seeing as we're in a kind of a long form format here, why don't you oh, take yeah. us from the beginning? How did Absolutely. it all start out? Yeah. So in 2017 would have been our first release under our previous name, um, and me and our lead guitar player Diego, who is not present, uh, we've been playing together since we were. 13, well, 14, whatever. High school talent shows, garage bands, I saw that bedrooms. in the bio thing. Yeah, 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 that's cool. A lot of that. Nice on that. Uh, yeah. I've never done a talent show before. Uh, <laughs> look at you now. <laughs> that's why. That's why I ended up like this. I should have done a talent show. It's compensating. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. Anyways, um, so, yeah, you've been doing it this whole time. Did you get, uh, did you, at what age did you get music lessons? Uh, never. I mean, not really. Nice. No, I, I had uh, a teacher when I was like 13 for like a month, <laughs> you know? Yeah, cool. Um, and Did you do any kind of uh, uh, like institutionalized music at school? Was that choir. Choir. Chorus was my was my thing, yeah. Gotcha. Somehow, like I, I, I did like an, a couple days of jazz band and I was like, what's a major seven chord? <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah. No, I did Should've the choir too. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the choir. Yeah, man. It's really good for teaching. It may be the best thing for teaching you about uh, like the way music works. And it's very visceral as well. It's like it, your body is the thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's good for you. Especially like being a man, like surrounded by the women singing their beautiful. It's like the end, the, surrounded by angels. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's like, it yeah. is like definitely like a out of body experience. It's very mm-hmm. uplifting. Yeah. As William Byrd said, it openeth the pipes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I'm kind of the opposite in that sense, I guess. I um, took guitar lessons when I was eight. I got a guitar for Christmas. Um, and then throughout middle school, high school, I was always in different um, ensembles. I was in marching band. I was in a steel drum really band. Cool. Um, learned all sorts of stuff. But that's all. When were you in the steel drum band in school? Um Almost the whole time from seventh grade until I think junior year. So I did it for like five years. It was really fun. Oh, sick. Yeah. I feel like I'm learning a lot about <laughs> about my own band members from that, this. That happens, happens a lot. Yeah, it happens every every episode. <laughs> yeah, totally. I also didn't know you never took lessons. I guess that makes sense. I just, I just guitarist. loved the guitar. Yeah. That's <laughs> cool. <laughs> I just loved music. Cool. I can't that's, say the same I think thing. that's something fun about it. And the one, <clears> the other, one of the other things I really like about doing this is that you get to meet someone, but then you end up knowing actually quite a lot about them. So even though you might, I'm, now I feel like I've met loads of people once, but like in a really intense way, mm-hmm. we actually mm-hmm. get to talk to each other. That's cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, what about yourself, man? How long, uh, how long have you been uh, playing music? I started taking guitar lessons first, actually, when I was eight years old, and I hated playing guitar. <laughs> um, for some reason, I was, you know, I did it for two years because it's like, you know, we signed up for these lessons. You're going to play. Um, so <laughs> I did that for two years. And then my sister started taking piano lessons. And I saw her taking piano lessons. And I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. And so when I was 10, I started taking piano lessons. And I took piano lessons all the way up until 
I went to college for it and then, you know, kept taking piano lessons through then. So pretty much my whole life I've taken, I've been having lessons with piano and stuff like that. You went to college for piano? Yeah. I went, we, all three of us met, Mm. well, I met these two at FAU Mm. um, going to, for the same degree of commercial music in technology, which is a, a Bachelor of Music degree that also specializes in like audio engineering and how to like plug in one of these cables. Yeah, sure. <laughs> how to wrap them. How to wrap yeah, them. Yeah, like that the, was that was it. That's like the next part of the Toledo yeah. Beeline stories. So Brendan and Diego uh, have known each other since high school. And then what was it that summer of 2017? You guys met Matt? Yeah, I met Matt before I went to music school and he had just moved here from New Jersey. He was like a college dropout. Uh, and we were working in a recording studio together. We were interning uh, and hit it off immediately. Talked about Weezer's White Album. Uh, went crazy. Uh, and we we actually started our first EP already. We didn't have a drummer. We didn't have a bass player. We were, like, programming MIDI drums. Uh, Diego was playing bass. Uh, and we are just going to bake a record, and we are going to, like, put it out. And uh, if somebody hears it, then they'll want to join our group. Um, so we meet our drummer and he's like no fuck that we're going to record some drums uh and that's that's how that happened and then we nice. met i met brian upon mm-hmm. entering first the university day, yeah first day at fau um brenda and i were both studying jazz guitar and the um the commercial music technology track um but so like first day you kind of get in a room with all the people that you're studying the same instruments with and you yeah. you, know, you meet each other and I just remember walking out of that first meeting and Brendan starts talking about like, oh, what kind of music do you guys like? There was like what, eight of us, nine of us, something, um, all guitar players. So we're all talking about you know, what we listen to. And he's talking about like, oh, you know, I like the Pixies. Yeah, I like Weezer. Yeah, yeah, not... And, you know, my ears perk up. And, right, yeah. yeah, we kind of just immediately became chummy nice yeah not the archetypal guitar players yeah okay you weren't (laughs) sort of like competing about the most jazz person Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) yeah yeah that that's cool man it's it's always nice when you meet i I find university you know happens for a lot of people you you can end up meeting people that end up being lifelong friends Mm -hmm. this is great definitely got still got people from university that you know are my best friends no doubt about it there you go man i did a music degree too do you know a guy called Ben Stokes who played the drums? I think he was yes. at FAU around that time. Ben Stokes. That's so familiar. Yeah, that, that does sound really familiar. familiar. Oh, I think, I'm thinking about Matt Stokes. Oh, right, right. That's a different oh, right. I had a, I had a, I had a, um, like a, a roommate and, um, and a band member called Ben Stokes. And he he's about your age and he was at FAU around the same time. He was Maybe. a drummer. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyways, uh, so I know just a little things about that course and that campus because I always had to drop them off there. <laughs> there <you go. laughs> yeah, so getting stuck in like Boca all the time. Yeah, yeah. Traffic. Gla- 5 p.m. Glades Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah savage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the FAU music department is definitely like a, an interesting insular community. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> that we, you know, everybody, we still have friends from it and stuff like that. And of totally. course, mm-hmm. this band kind of halfway came from that and stuff like that. Um, sure. There's some others too, uh, like we went to school with Jacob from Dirty Rivals. Okay, oh, nice. I think yeah. AWOL, a yeah. lot of them, uh, Tanner mm-hmm. and all them. Yep. They go to FAU. It's like a its own scene of itself. It's like a sub scene in the scene. No, nice. <laughs> the FAU music scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. cool. I love it. Yeah. Where do you guys all live? Lake Worth and Aaron's. They, in they live Palm. together. 
and I live. We do live in the same house. <laughs> I live in I live in West Palm. Okay, gotcha. So I, you know, I had better drive here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, wicked man. So th- we we got to the point where you're all at FAU. Mm-hmm. So um, at what point did you uh, record your first? That record? that one was done. Technically, the first EP. Like before I took my first class like on guitar or like, oh, uh, okay, that gotcha. was that was a bedroom like yeah garage recording oh nice um, and then it's just a question of starting to play shows like how busy was toledo and now is be like that how much have you guys played out over the years that that first like year i'd say 2018 into like 2019 we were busy as shit at right. least at least mm. it felt like it to me at the time not yeah. to you well, guys especially like, <laughs> like being in college it felt sure. busy because we had so much other crap going on yeah. Um, yeah. But going from like, I don't know, I had never played a show in my life to like two, three every month. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, yeah, 12 hour days of music school. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was having a ball. I was, I was on Cloud Nine, mm. but sure. yeah, I was definitely like exhausted. All, all, yeah. origi- all original shows or? Always. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah We've been not, not working musicians out gigging. <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, it's a slippery slope, that one. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Yeah, and it, well, it's, I don't know. It depends on how you look at it, really. You can manage it and make it work. It works for be, us. You've got to be careful, though. You've just got to be careful that you don't completely give into it. You know? mm-hmm. I, mean, I know a lot of people that have done it, and, and like you said, they just kind of fall into the, the cover thing and just end up not playing their originals. Lose all ambition yeah. and start but it, hating I mean, everything. I, I don't know if we've just been fortunate or we've managed to navigate it you know, in a smart way, but it's... It works for us. Yeah, it does. Yeah, you know? I mean, still get out and tour and I mean, write yeah. albums. And yeah, stuff, I mean, so. that's what I was gonna say. Is like we, you know, we we play out all the time. Yeah, you know, we play out all the time, and yeah. um, but people still look at us and view us as a as an original band. I'd say that you know, mm. not everyone, but enough people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think everyone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the arrangements alone, like you know, are yeah. so distinctly your own. Oh, that's awesome. Mm. Yeah. Please I think um compliments me more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> butter them up, butter them up. That's what I, I think uh, I think the thing about you know doing cover shows but also doing your own stuff is like finding your niche. Yeah. Kind of cuz like in high school I was in a little cover band, you know, we would play bars. We would try to write stuff, but of course that wasn't what, you know, people wanted to hear from yeah. from high schoolers. Um <laughs> so <laughs> we have this very specific niche where the only cover shows we play are Weezer that's true. tributes. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. So, yeah. this Weezer we is do the, those like, like underlying maybe twice a year. Weezer's like the true. underlying <laughs> theme of this band. Like they met, they him and we Matt met through Weezer. Strong Weezer energy. I have to say, like they, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a it's an influence I have a hard time shaking as much as I'd like to sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, it's not really bad funny. energy. I think Weezer energy. Well, there's worse influences to have, so you're fine. Certainly, <laughs> that's true. that's why they got me in the band because I don't listen to Weezer. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> But they're influencing me now, so it's you know it's uh, all converging. Uh, it's not working. It's going the other way now. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't really. When I was young, I didn't really get them in terms of. I didn't really care about them for some reason, but I really like them now. I listen to them all the time these days. They have some, they have some good stuff. They have that yeah, Africa song that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well played. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, cool. So, uh, and then um, uh, you uploaded your. EP onto Spotify in 2020. What was going on in 2020 for the band? Just stop playing. Did you end up writing any songs in that time? I did. I wrote some stuff that is we haven't. We're making a record right now, and like that, those songs are a lot of a lot of what is, is going to be on it is like 2020 quarantine. Gotcha. I grew okay. my beard out. Like, yeah. 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 
um, hermit shacked mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, music. I, I was living with our drummer Matt in an apartment in Boca, and we had both lost our jobs right. from the pandemic, so we were sure. kind of just forced to <laughs> sit in our apartment and, you know, yeah. At that point, it was attempt pretty, to yeah. to write music. That was also when we were mixing, mixing yeah. that. Yeah, me and Matt pretty much mixed um, those two EPs, the Killing Time and um, Kitchen Sink. Um, and then, like, once that project was finished, we're like, all right, now what? Yeah, sure, <laughs> we're still yeah. sitting in our apartment. Right. So well, what was funny is I remember actually um, being at your guys' uh, apartment, like, once or twice, maybe, when you were mixing that, like, way back, way before I even joined the band. I, I was over there, like, once or twice. Mm. I remember here, and I was like, this is pretty cool. Oh, the awesome. apartment or the house? The apartment. Really? Yeah, okay. like, way back, way back in the day. That was, like, mm. when I first started going to FAU and when my roommate, Jake, uh, with made kind of made friends with them, and then by proxy, I became friends with them because I was like yeah. when I first came to FAU, I was a very different, a lot more shy, and like couldn't I was not social at all, and like right. he kind of like pulled me in because he was like my roommate. Of course, he made friends with everybody, so it pulled me in. So nice. th- th- thanks, Jake, for Jake, known for his social skills. <laughs> <laughs> known for his social skills. <laughs> hey, Jake. Hey, hey, Jake is the reason I'm here. So oh, shout nice. out, Jake. <laughs> shout out, Jake. Shout out to Jake. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, man. So we've got to the point where. We're in 2020. You're growing your beard. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's gone. And then we get out of that. We get back gigging again. And so what prompted the name change after a couple of years of being back around and playing shows? Yeah, it was it was a long time coming. Okay. Uh, we I, almost did it when we released those EPs. We were considering it, but it was so far along. We didn't feel like rebranding yet, so... We were just going to wait till this yeah. next one, I guess, yeah, no, there, ultimately. There's just a, a band uh, by the name Toledo, based in Brooklyn, yeah. who are swell dudes, by the way. Like, totally, we've communicated mm-hmm. with them. Our EP, like, looked a little bit like one of their singles. So I'm like, hey, is this cool yeah, with sure. you guys? Um, they were like, dude, the Toledo Toledo tour. It's going to happen. That's funny. Uh, there was a, um, that, so, I just couldn't believe it, right? Um, we We've always just been a little bit like, bummed out by the fact that Angry Johnny and the Killbillies has the same name as us and they're obviously they're more successful than us and the whole thing and they must I've, we've ne- we've never communicated with them I think they just must think we're dicks I'm not sure <laughs> but um, anyway uh, the uh, so we decided to release this live album and I just thought oh Warts and All's a fun name so we called it Warts and All and then um, a year later, I'm looking through, and Angry Johnny and the Killbillies have an album called Live Warts and All. It's exactly the same. No they way. came yeah. out before our album. We had no idea. It was just yeah. coincidence. That that's, that's unfortunate. Now it just makes us look like complete yeah. assholes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. bad luck. There are no yeah. original thoughts. Yeah. The yeah, lucky yeah. thing is that that album, that live album, is, was only physical. So mm. that's not like a poster mm. of a thing that's online yeah. out there. Yeah. So thank God for that. You, is it like, so speaking of albums and stuff, like, what do you guys, um, what do you guys use for your distribution? Are you using DistroKid? Like, DistroKid. Mm. Yeah. So is the, um, I mean, you had you had stuff that was going under the Toledo name, and I, I am assuming the new stuff is going to be under the Beeline name. It so is. is that is that part of the reason? Because I was looking up, obviously getting ready for the show and stuff. I was looking some stuff up, and um, I, I'm an Apple guy, so I, I use Apple Music way more than that, than Spotify. But I noticed like on Spotify, you have a bunch of stuff, but on Apple Music, it's not like it's like a couple of singles maybe this is or something news like that. to us we'll look we'll have to look <laughs> okay, into that. Yeah, that's something. Uh, yeah, I was just curious if because I know yeah. I know some people like are very. Um, like I, I've been to bands in the past that I've used, uh, um, 
Uh, what's the what's the other one? It's not Deathstrokehead. It's a CD Baby. CD Thank Baby. You. Thank That's you. the one uh, that yeah, I'm still I, used yeah, to, just because because yeah, I'm old. I'm like heritage. And, yeah, well, exactly. I think I think that was because so Deathstrokehead let us change it in Spotify and keep everything that was already on there. No, but for some reason Apple. We had to That's just true. make a whole not, new not, yeah. That's right. thing. Not so, a thing. Right. So we had to go in and like physically delete our other um, gotcha. releases that were under Toledo. Well, that sucks because so you, you lose out on the views and whatever yeah. playlist yeah. you're on. All that revenue. Even if you're on a playlist of any kind, or yeah. you lose yeah. all mm. that. You know? Yeah, but I tell you what, cha- the name change, it's, it's ballsy because it's um, just a pain in the ass to actually do. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think yeah. it's a better. I, you know, I like a great name. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's definitely it just, a good name. You know, Thank you very much. Just yeah. a hectic thing to have to have to do. That's all. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah we're still, we're still. <laughs> no, no, no. Just throw me, man. I thought I was having a stroke again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if, for the listener, Hector's been smelling ta- toast all evening, so we're worried he's having I a stroke. It, I thought it was your vape, man. <laughs> I th- now, I th- I'm pretty sure it's toast. And now I'm on a quest. I will find a vape that smells like toast, or I will invent one, and it will be the hottest seller this Christmas. Probably. <laughs> and you didn't want it to smell like any any. Flavor of toast, just like dry butter toast, just burnt bread, burnt butter toast, that's butter. Okay. The butter is butter. butter. Okay, that's butter. The, that's, yeah, the, butter. that's the but chef's not, kiss, but not real butter. Like I can't believe it's margarine, not like the like the, the jelly bean flavor butter. <laughs> there you what? Go. I didn't even know there was jelly bean. <laughs> jelly bean flavored butter? No, but the, the opposite, yeah, jelly bean that is flavored like butter. Oh, jelly bean flavored butter. No, belly, so butter a, flavored jelly beans. Yeah, but there's a there's a, I know <laughs> what you're talking about. I found it. So you you know you get those gazillion different flavors of um, jelly yeah. beans. There's that company that does like a yeah earwax. Yeah, <laughs> there's one of them is is a is a butter flavor one. Earwax probably tastes better though. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a fan of of the butter flavor. So when you said you wanted to make a buttered flavored butter toast flavored vape, that was the first thing that came into my mind. I'm like, "Ugh, that's you see. Yeah. That's how it's going to be." We'll see, we'll <laughs> see how it does. Dry, dry toast it is. We're going to do some market research here. Um all right, so as soon as we get them, as soon as we get the butter flavored vapes, you're going to be the first. I'll be our test, our test, yeah. our, our beta testers. And I've successfully derailed the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, something we like to ask the people who come on here is, um, and I think I kind of probably can predict the answer with you guys, uh, things you went to school for, is do you still practice, like, you know, individually and like at home? Do you like practice your instrument? Not as much as I'd like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not as much as we should. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I can brag that I do, right, specifically right. because I recently got a, a, a free Craigslist piano and oh, put cool. it in my house, and then I had a friend come over and we tuned it, and like, I haven't had a real piano for such a long time, and like, so getting able to be able to sit down there and just play the piano has made me like actually practice a lot more recently, which is that's which is awesome. Really cool. It's like and oh, I wow. have to say, right? It's really it's really interesting. We have had piano players on here um, quite a lot in the past. Obviously, it's a music podcast, mm-hmm. and almost every piano oh, player God. who comes on here goes like this, like tons, <laughs> because they're so physical with their and I was, hands. I was scolding him when the camera was not pointed at him. I was like, stop doing uh, that. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. But no, but it's, it's really funny because, um, because like, I, I just realized that I, like most piano players do that, you mm-hmm. know, because it's just it, you're so used to doing it. It's like, a, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's awesome. My, I, I would always, like, I had this weird 
like compulsion for a while that I had to like really stop myself from doing where I, where I would count every syllable yep. everyone around me said yeah, with my fingers like, like this I which was kind of funny all the time, yeah. um, you should write a song about that I sh- that's like super cool dude that's welcome to my brain man I do that kind of thing all the time <laughs> yeah. I never thought of writing a song about something like that that's that, an interesting thing there's to a do. lyric there somewhere it, there probably <laughs> is I also like I, I like being able to practice without their instrument my yeah. I was always trying to reach a tenth right, right on my right. And my FAU professor, uh, shout out uh, Phil Hinton, he Hinton. he would he would tell me to um, take my fingers and yeah. push them against a desk or a table and just stretch and stretch and stretch and eventually I could I can now reach a tenth with my fingers, which oh, is those cool. are rookie numbers. A tenth, yeah. You got to reach a that's not that's like a well, thirteenth. <laughs> I think it was like Rachmaninoff wrote stuff with like. Thirteenth in it because he could or like twelfth in it that he could that he could reach which yeah, is just exactly. like all yeah, right man yeah. all right buddy yeah, but yeah. not all of us can do that. <laughs> I had a I because I went to school for music as well and I had this um one guy in my year who who could just play Rachmaninoff and he could just knock it out you know it'd be like there'd be a concert be coming up in a, like a week and a half or something and it'd be like oh it's fine I'll just do the rack three or something like that <laughs> son of a bitch you know insane he, he could just play it you know he's memorized it it's insane that classical pianist sir are insane it's yeah nuts. for real it's, it's yeah and he much. was such a chiller too he was like always hanging out it's like when do you actually when do you do all this like, you know <laughs> anyway know. some people <laughs> <laughs> so do you do a lot of um like recording bands you have a studio right succulent sound succulent sound yeah. studios Lake Worth, Florida. what kind of what kind of uh what kind of bands you've been recording in there um we got, we got some, I don't know, should we just name, name some names? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Stumble Steady. Stumble Steady oh, comes yeah. through oh, nice. a lot. Um, Sierra Lane. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah. Like Harvey. Like, like Harvey. I'm not, I'm not making, the one doing it, I should say. Making their EP there right now. Wicked. Yeah. yeah. Good uh, stuff, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, a lot of, lot of old dudes who need to rehearse, slowly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why really are you gonna look at me when you say that? <laughs> <laughs> I feel called out, man. <laughs> so, no, that's cool, man. The, the, but and, um, like, are you all sort of well versed in uh, in sort of engineering stuff like that, or is there one uh, person who does it more than the others? I mean, it is a learning process for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know that I could do it again. Like, build a studio, you know, from the ground up, concrete mm-hmm. up. Yeah, um, yeah. Or not for a while, anyways. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we all studied it, but goes to show you like just yeah how much we had to learn sure Mm. Uh, i bet we actually are the three of us are sound engineers at propaganda right um which is funny like because whenever we're playing a gig it's like Oh, the three of our sound engineers are not on the yeah. suddenly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is, yeah. And then they're like, they got to scramble and find like somebody else to do it, which is kind of funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's really funny, actually. Sure. Are you guys yeah. using the, um, like award stuff there, or, or yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. nice. yeah? We got some five hundred stuff. Uh, we have. I love the the six ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like an outboard compressor, uh, optical kind of LA two A kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, shout out Pat, who is sort of like the the real brains of the operation. Um, so maybe one day, yeah, we should get Pat over here to talk about it. But yeah. he'd, he'd be a great, a great guest. <laughs> he's very, cool, he's very I'd love to, I'd love to come out and poke around someday. And Please do. What's going mm-hmm. on over there? Please do. Yeah, I think that's where most of the learning on our end came from, though, because you know, in school, uh, you do a lot of the software stuff. You you do some outboard gear and you know, physically doing things. But um, we actually built the studio from the ground up. Uh, we we bought this house in Lake Worth, and what was once like a three car garage 
we literally, you know, had to build all these inner walls and figure out the best way to, you know, do electric and, you know, just all that kind of stuff. And then after building it, how to install everything and get everything routed the way you want it, um, which is, you know, something we never had to do. Pat had some experience with it. He had his his own um, kind of home studio previously, but... Yeah, just all that kind of stuff, you know, you don't really get to learn in school. So that was the interesting no, part. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You just got to do it. I've done a lot of recording now over the years, and it's just putting the hours in, you know, and just trying to do it. And that's how you learn. Absolutely. Trial and error. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I, like I said, I started interning in studios before music school. Yeah. But, like, I'd been recording myself just because I, I was writing music. I had to, like, have some kind of tangible way to... Uh, you know, hear what my guitar parts sounded like together, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's like I don't know. It's this bug. It's like I have to. Yeah. I, I have to do shit. Yeah, man. You know I, I, could, I I feel you on that one. Yeah. In the same way. Yeah. So and you know when you when you live this sort of musician person life, you just gotta you gotta have a bunch of different irons in the fire. You know, you gotta be able to play. You gotta be able to do the studio stuff. Teach. You gotta be able to do it all. Otherwise. It's, Otherwise, you're not gonna make the rent. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seems what it is. Yeah, very true. Yeah, man. So, um, when did this? When did the idea for the, the, your new song come about? This tune, "Common Sense." Yeah, that was one of the 2020 songs. Uh, that was a very. I mean, I guess it was a stagnant time for everybody. But right, certainly, right. When did you record that? Uh, we've been recording just uh, like the whole record, like over the past like a year okay. so at some point along the line mm -hmm. we're like that single is done gotcha, that was gotcha. one of the first ones we demoed though i think that one's fairly old that's right. what i'm saying maybe yeah, even like, like 2022 the the track like the actual like no like the like the demo mm -hmm. the... yeah i mean that's 2020 i i yeah the demo was 2020 yeah, so, yeah. I, was listening I have a version of that song for sure yeah. i was yeah. listening to it on the way over here in the car and it really is a badass tune Thank and you. um i just can't wait to hear what you do with it in uh acoustic lounge so i think now is a good opportunity for you to do so sound good sounds yeah. great man awesome Thank let's you. go play we're gonna play a tune off of our last record this song is called masayoshi takanaka
This is our newest single. It's called Common Sense. If I saw you on the road, I get the feeling I would hide from everything around me. Common sense was never part of this. Whoa, whoa. Every day you're overthinking, every way the world is shrinking too. But if you go and leave tomorrow, there's no way that I won't follow you. Because I'm down, I'm out, and I know that there is nothing left to do. Woohoo! And I think I have a better chance with you. Woohoo! To wait around for someone else to come into my life and see this through. So it may as well be you. chance just to prove yourself to everyone would you do it right this time would you write a better song i guess it doesn't matter common sense was never part of this all this time i spent inside just waiting for my goddamn ride to I should plant a garden Maybe I'll get out and see the sun Because I'm down and I'm out And I know that there is nothing left to do Woo-hoo. And I think I have a better chance with you Woo-hoo. Than to wait around for someone else to to my life and see this through, so it may as well be you. We are also sponsored by Oasis Root. Now, Oasis Root Carver Bar is in Seagrape Square on Indian Town Road, and it is a kava bar. If you don't know anything about kava, it's a Polynesian root that you grind up and you mix with water. And it has been in Polynesia for potentially thousands of years. It's, a, it's an old thing that um, they used for kind of ceremonial and also um, sort of ledger purposes. It, it's meant to be something where you know that brings people together. Um, you all 
take a, a shell of kava and chink them together and say bula and have it together like that. It's meant to be something to bring people together. It uh, has a kind of an effect, which is, I guess, a kind of a slightly warming effect. Uh, it just kind of makes you feel uh, uh, nice. It's not particularly intoxicating. It's not like drinking alcohol. So the atmosphere in a kava bar is sort of like um, a cross between a regular bar and uh, a coffee house. It's pretty chill in there. Um, you get all sorts of different types of carver bars. Some of them are more like a club, you know, this sort of like black light and EDM playing. And some of them are more like a cafe. This is one of the cafe type of ones. It's it's super chill in there. If you're looking for somewhere to, I don't know, maybe go and do some work on your laptop or go and have a chat with friends, it's perfect for that kind of thing. There's a foosball table in there if that's your jam. Or baby foot, as they call it in France. And... Uh, yeah, Jim, the owner, is a really cool guy, and he has very kindly sponsored our podcast. So thank you very, very much for that, Jim. They also do a poker night in there. All sorts of things going on at Oasis Root Carver Bar. 561 Music is sponsored by Live Music Community. It's where we film the podcast that you're listening to right now, and it's also where I work. Gavin, Hector's son, was a student here for a long time, and in many ways he's the musician he is today because of the teachers at Live Music Community. We taught him not only about his instrument, but also about being in a band. And his band, Unemployed Youth, accomplished a lot of goals, mostly band etiquette, how to work together, and all of the nitty-gritty that goes into being in a band on a day-to-day -day basis. The student signs up for lessons, learns their instrument, joins a real band, and decides the direction it goes in. And we can take people from very young age, you know, six or seven years old, all the way up to 80. You know, there's no age limit here. Um, we've run an adult program for people who want to be in a band as adults. But really, the main focus is on the on the kids and getting them playing together and in bands. Um, we are also a studio, a live stream venue, and can, we can record audio or video. The Killbillies live album, Warts and All, was recorded here. It was recorded during a live stream that we did during COVID. Justin had a great idea to record live streams during COVID. A ton of bands came in and it was a real success. Um, but outside of that, we can record albums. We can help you with your EPK. And we have full audio visual capabilities here. LMC is in Palm Beach Gardens on the northwest corner of Military Trail and North Lake Boulevard. It's north of the gas station right before you get to North Lake on Military Trail. And if you go to livemusiccommunity.com, you have all the information you'll need right there. Thanks. We were just listening to an ad for this place, and uh, it prompts the question, do you have any advice for upcoming musicians? Um, sure, totally. And that would be... Uh, Don't. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you should. I, I, I think... Uh, if you are like, I don't know, uh, the person like taking lessons, which not everybody is that person, but practice. if you are, well, not cer certainly practice and like that goes without saying, but like learn the music you want to learn, like play mm. what you want to play. Uh, if you're if you're playing music you don't want to play, you don't want to practice. Like mm -hmm. it shouldn't feel like work to to learn your shit. Um, yeah. And then kind of like you said, like you know, get a get a Zoom recorder. I mean, everybody, you have an iPhone now, but like. Record yourself. Like, yeah. Do do everything you can. I don't know. Put your stuff mm. out as well. If you're writing music, like release music. Yeah. Who, who cares? <laughs> like whatever it is. Get it going. Yeah. 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 Totally, man. I, I think that um, 
you know, a lot. The the one thing in between people doing it and not is literally the act of doing it. Yeah. Just get mm. on with it. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, man. You know, the, I think we we could get stuck in that kind of sort of keeping things on our bedroom stage. I've got a project at the moment that I've been doing that I've, I'm sitting on. I, I've just just got to lay that egg. Just got to lay it out there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, like our uh, our drummer Matt, he has a bunch of music that he's of his solo music that we all think is like incredible. Like I, yeah. I absolutely love it and he hasn't released it yet. And Matt, if you're watching this, you need to release it. There you um, go. Yeah, Matt, we can lay our eggs together. Yes, we can lay our <laughs> eggs together. <laughs> what that means. Uh, <laughs> Anyone else got any uh, <laughs> tip bits for young musicians? Yeah. Um, uh, my perspective has always been, you know, whatever you're doing, you should have fun with it. Um, yeah. A lot of, Musicians, no matter what age, um, can kind of take themselves a little too seriously. I, I think, I think and that's um, definitely a disease in our community. Yeah, and you know, if it's not fun, then why are you doing it? Yeah. I guess you know, it, no, no matter what uh, type of group I was in, you know, if I was in a cover band uh, in high school doing marching band, you know, certainly I could have taken things more seriously, but uh, I don't really think that's the that's the point. Of, I think of a certain amount of form, childlike you know? joy is necessary for the music to be good yeah. a lot of the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, and so I was actually, the reason that I just said that is because I was reading something that this guy, Cliff Stapleton, who's an amazing hurdy gurdy player, he was saying. Um, Love the hurdy gurdy right? cool. I have a few, I have a few hurdy gurdy playing friends now because I started playing it myself. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's cool. So now I have it's these guys on my Facebook. There, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I have several hurdy gurdy playing friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I know, yeah. Um, but anyway, he was talking about that. He was talking about the act of making new music bit. You, you sort of have to you have to get in this headspace this this almost like childlike headspace where where you allow yourself to relax you allow yourself to slow down for a second step out of that kind of prosaic kind of one thing after another adult life and just kind of you know take in what's around you and and you know and yeah while you're at it enjoy it i think it's well, really I mean, cool. when we're out playing man like uh, it, there's plenty of times where we're serious and but there's also plenty of times where we're acting like a bunch of five-year-olds and yeah. to be honest with you like not only is it more fun when we're doing that but more often than not we play better and we sound better when oh, we're acting like idiots. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way it is 100 percent for yeah. us it's just the way it is you know? yeah absolutely and we, we were talking about yeah we, we were talking about you know sitting on content you know laying your egg i think that's also you know <laughs> that's also uh part of what kept me and and i'm sure you know a bunch of other artists from releasing things is uh, you get in this headspace where you're over analytical and you don't like what you're writing for whatever reason. You think something's wrong with it. Yeah. Um, that's why for the that's longest time, it you know, I, I just started writing some of my own stuff, and you know, I've been playing music since I said since I was eight. Yeah. And um, it, it's just kind of a headspace you have to you have to get out of. You know? Yeah. No, it's absolutely right. And actually, Ricky. Um has been poking me about the Scar Project. He's like, release it, release it, release mm -hmm. it. So, and he's right, he's right. I'm it's gonna, done, right? The first one? Well, some of it, enough is. Enough is, to, I should just release that song. I was going to try and do another video, 
and then kind of have that ready for when I, you know, so I could release it in close succession. But I think I'll just release this yeah, one. I would say release I'll the just, one. I, then... I will at least get the release date and everything uploaded. You know, I mean, it'll get people excited and it'll like kind of a fire of you know yeah. getting the next one done. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it and next week. I'll get that no. sorted. <laughs> Manana. Now as it's they in. Why? It's on tape, as they say. I know exactly. Yeah. So, do it. so Hector, ne- this this time next week on the show. Uh, Ask me if I've done it, so I'll have the pressure to. <laughs> I mean, I could, but you're going to say, no, I haven't, and they'll be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's put even more pressure it's on me. Our, I, be- I better have it done. It's our motto, man. Why put off today when I can put off tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> no, i got, I got to get it done. So it, anyone who's listening to this, bug me on this yep. week and so I get it done. Um, yeah, man, so um, we have, before we get into the gear, let's um, talk a little bit about the lyrics to the song that you just sang us. Yes, yeah. So Common Sense, like I said, it was a 2020 pandemic song. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, and I, I must have been like reminiscing because it started off about a relationship that had, had been had been done. Like, But I know that it was about that at the time. Uh, and sort of generally, I, I think it's a song about like sort of settling, settling for not the best of whatever it is. But in that, it started off as a, like a relationship thing. Like yeah. clearly you and me are not you know the the best for each other the best for you know our, my happiness or whatever whatever i'm trying to do um but like nothing else is coming my way it seems right. um so it started off like that and then sort of morphed i think i actually wrote the second half of the song like in a totally different setting uh and then it became a lot more like general i think a lot of it's about music there's, yeah. there's the lyric in that song uh that is like oh if you had a second chance to prove yourself to everyone would you do it right this time? Would you write a better song? Um, so, yeah, I think, like, not settling as a musician or in my art or feeling very, like, stagnant at the yeah. time. Um, There's some deep themes in there. I know. try. <laughs> and I like, the idea, I like the idea of, you know, if you did have a second chance to, 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 to make a first statement, would it even be, be- would it be better? It's like, it, it, you know, I, it, it's an interesting thought, you know, like um, that kind of, oh, look at the situation I put myself in, but actually just through kind of continuing to do things and doing the next right thing and getting up in the morning. You know that's that's as good as anyone can do. You know you don't have to you don't have to wipe the slate clean. You know and just. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I don't know. I I think I started <laughs> making that about myself. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's what I love, man. Like in my opinion, like if I write a song about one thing, but like if you interpret it some other way, yeah. listener, like that's just as valid. That's Absolutely. that's the way that I think. And I don't music. know if they taught you that stuff at university. Certainly but, you know, not. That's, no. <laughs> no. that's like um that's like the postmodern kind of. Uh, philosophy of art is that is that it's doesn't have to have an intended meaning you know mm. it's just the meanings what other people bring to it more mm. than more yeah than, unless yeah. it has a meaning and then it uh, has mm-hmm. an intended meaning right, right. which yeah. right i'm just saying but it doesn't have as an artist as an artist if i paint an airplane and you go wow that's a beautiful elephant i'm gonna be offended i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's gonna happen <laughs> it's because you're quite a literal man i am right <laughs> <laughs> Man, man child that I am. <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, uh, let's take a look at some of this gear. We've got um, um, a bunch of gear that you guys uh, took pictures of, and, uh, and let's talk about it. You're all kind of techie guys with a music background, yeah, so I'm curious totally. to hear what you say about it. What's this? Uh, this is guitar tracking. This could have, this could have been common sense very well. I mean, like a lot of this record looks a lot like this. I uh, have that end. The it's Princeton, awesome. yeah, Princeton chorus. Pretty. 
great, great, great for a solid state amp. It's mm. wild. Yeah. Uh, and it has wheels, which yeah. is like new to me. I never, I never had the luxury. Um, that's so. a lie. I don't have them. But I have an amp that's very similar to it. It's not exactly that though. Mm. But yeah, yeah. yeah. It, is it nice? It is good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. It's a solid state Fender, uh, which you know, like, uh oh, stinky. But it sounds great. Uh, I, I was, I was. It could have fooled me, you know. Yeah, totally. Um, that's my orange. This is sort of just yeah, my guitar rig. So underneath that's just a, a no name cab that somebody built that I bought off of them. Oh, so right. yeah, it's sort of my Fender versus my Orange if I wanted cleans versus... So do you use one. them at the same time? Not generally. I was going to say, that would be pretty <laughs> exotic. Are you, are you recording with two mics? Yes. That's, okay. Yep. Yeah, so that's that's a, a ribbon mic sort of known for being a little darker versus mm. off screen here we have an AKG 414, mm. yeah. a very bright uh, condenser microphone. Yep. So I've never had the... I've I've only very very rarely used ribbon mics, not for out of choice. Just haven't had much time mm. spent with them, which I always wanted to. I wanted to get some for drums. Mm. Totally. I wanted to get some mm. for overheads, like you know, for the yeah. Mm -hmm. We had a bunch of ribbon mics that we used. Uh, um, I mean, they weren't ours, but we were using um, at uh, Sun Studios when we did the last album. Yeah. They they had uh, they had my bass mic'd up with like three different it was like the DI and then two other different mics but they had this one do you remember that ribbon mic it was like something like I guess that Elvis and everybody had used but it was like I swear yeah. to God it was like mm. it was like eighteen inches oh, yeah. by like twelve yeah, yeah, yeah. ginormous I've yeah, never seen anything yeah. so big like that I know yeah. after that experience I was I was dying to get a ribbon mic I just <laughs> I just haven't been able to justify the price tag yet. yeah get they, they can be pricey yeah totally. Um, What's yeah, the, uh, cool. Uh, yeah, so what else we got? Is this in your? Is this all this, in the studio? This is, this yep. is the this studio. Is this is nice. Studio. Okay. So what we got here? These are my babies. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> I've become like a G and L person. Okay. Um, I, I sold my Fender. <laughs> you know, I I sold another Tele I had. Uh, I played this one. It is on our left. It's the G and L Fallout, sort of a Mustang clone. Yeah. And, and yeah, just like totally fell in love with it. Nice. Um, and. I, I yeah, I was playing a telly at the time, and I sold the telly, got the GNL. Then just because like plays not is it the tone it, or the way it plays or I, I think primarily the way it plays right. is the thing uh, for me it always feels like, really good. If it, yeah, like if it feels good, like a guitar is going to sound like a guitar, like on uh, you know on some level. Um, but it play <coughs> it plays so great. It has you know it's, uh, that humbucker can you know uh, coil top and you know, just various tones, whatever. Um, but it just it just played super well. Yeah, um, man. And that's my also GNL. It's called an ASAT classic, but it's it's a telly style, obviously. How do you feel about those hollow body tellies? Like what? I haven't spent much time playing around with them. I, someone recently had one, and I've, I've spent a little bit of time on them just from students having them and stuff like that. Yeah. But not a lot of time. Like um, with a lot of time under your belt of playing it. Like what what do you like about a hollow body telly? Like what what does it do for you that, that a solid body can't? Well, I think I, I just like to have a diverse arsenal. Right. Uh, and, you know, so presumably this this hollow body is making it a lot warmer. Gotcha. Um, and boy, oh boy, like, again, like kind of the A-B of these two guitars. Right. Uh, this Mustang style, bright as shit. Uh, yeah. Mustang versus this, yeah, very, very warm for a deli. Nice, okay. Um, sort of covers my bases. Yeah, Although nice. I do want like a jazz box. That's my next electric guitar will be a big boxy yeah, jazz guitar sick. for sure. Mm. <laughs> I got a, I got a telly. Deluxe. It has those, yeah. you know, those pickups in it. The Ooh. one, the, the, um, the big silver ones. The um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But they got some. Don't they have some weird name though? The ones, those telly ones. Uh, I, I, I do feel, yeah, like a 
Yeah. Not a pro bucker, but something. Yeah, it's something. I can't remember what. That's why I gave it a stupid name. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, I've got I've got uh, I've got one of those, and I've got a, a three three five. I've got a Heritage three three five. Love it. Um, which is dead nice. That's yeah. Um, if if I had one guitar, I think I would be. Yeah, and then And then I got Jackson, um, uh, which I use for teaching because it has twenty four frets. If someone needs Sometimes. to learn metal, I need something with yeah. twenty four frets. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. If they, got, if they need that, I'm just like, I'm not the guy for you in the first place. Like, yeah, totally. I'm not teaching you this shreddy shred stuff. And then I got a Schecter as well because it has one of those like never ending um, sustain pickups on it, a Sustainiac, mm-hmm. and I just got it because it looked like fun, so which it is. That's that's <laughs> kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. thinking about the Ebo for Christmas. Like, oh man, yeah, an Ebo. yeah, because this basically is an Ebo. It's yeah. just like underneath the neck instead of on top of it. That's cool. Know? Yeah, yeah, they're rad, man. E- Ebo is a lot of fun. Yes. There was that like knockoff one that came. Have you seen the one on Facebook that's they're trying to sell on Facebook? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like an Ebo, but it's just called something else. And in the comments are all just like, this is an Ebo. Like, <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> all right, do we have any more pictures? Yeah, it's that famous arm again. Oh, oh yeah. I've seen those arms. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I've seen them eight million times. <laughs> Dude, we've just, we've just cropped out the, the robot robot stickers. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, guess, I, I guess I'll talk. What's <laughs> funny is I almost wore that shirt, too, but then I was told not to wear green. No, there you yeah, go. There you go. And listen That's, to instructions like a boss. Right, right. Yeah. The Korg log. Yeah, that's actually not mine. We'll, we'll get into that again. Are we, talk, are we actually having, um, is it, are we doing it now? What's going on? I'm yeah. confused. This uh, is the episode? Yes. Oh, right. Oh, shit. Okay. We didn't stop. We're still going. Oh, I'm okay. so sorry. No, no, it's fine. I'm just <laughs> I'm really confused. Okay, let's go from now. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Three, two, one, go. That there is the Korg Minilog. Uh, my favorite thing in the world, but certainly my favorite. Your favorite thing ever? I think it's up there. Favorite thing ever. Yeah. You know, that, my cat's up there, too. But. I have <laughs> one, right? I have, I have one of those, and I liked it so much. I bought my brother one for last Christmas, so I approve. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, I absolutely love those things. That's it, man. Um, yeah, I, it has, so, it has now, way more things than I like. know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They're great. We have a, what is it, the XD the X, as well? XL, I think. XL. Or it might be the yeah, XD. Cool. Mm-hmm. In the that's, studio as well. Yeah. That one's also really fun. Yeah, nice. That one has, like, good presets. Yeah. I will say that about the, about the synth is, like, you have to kind of, like, dial your own stuff in and get stuff that sounds cool. The presets are kind of silly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the XL or XD, that's got, some like, some sick presets mm. on it. Yeah, I spent a that, – that's it. It's just one of those kind of – I'm glad I got it when I did because I got it around sort of 2020 time and I had time to mess around with it. And so, you know, I've made some good sounds with it now. But, yeah, I know what you mean. When I first got it, I was like – uh, yeah. Well, you know, but then yeah, you just got to dig into it. Yeah, don't you? yeah, yeah. yeah. I I love it. I mean, work for it's it. I I borrow it from him constantly because I'm you know I'm the one playing it, um, and I'm not really a big of a that big of a synth guy. I played piano my whole life. Like I'm not. I I don't tell people I'm a keys player. I tell people I'm a piano player. But uh, my my favorite thing about that thing is that when you turn it on, it plays. Brick breaker. There's like a little game, uh, the brick breaker, you know, and like oh, the ball. Yeah. 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 Is it called brick breaker? Where, yeah. where like the ball goes up and it, and it breaks yep. the mini log logo. It breaks the bricks. Yeah, it breaks the bricks. <laughs> that's, that's what it does. That's crazy how that's what it's called. Super breakout. <laughs> Something like that. And I've actually never beat it before it goes away and goes into the next thing. I don't know if it's possible to or if it just like takes away victory from you like every single time. I think time. that would be bad if it took, if it took that long that, to boot up. I right. didn't even know that was what was going on. I just right. thought it was turning on. Oh yeah, if you, tur- if you turn the big filter knob, 
like it'll it'll launch the ball and then it'll oh start you'll start playing not, again. all this time he's, he's i've had this thing for three years now. and i've never done that yeah it's fun okay well, i do it before every the main gig. reason to buy it <laughs> <laughs> it's the only reason right now <laughs> exactly it's basically a game boy with a synth attached to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's yeah. been it's been fun having to like learn how to like like i said i'm not really a synth player so i don't do it that way. i haven't done it too much so like like turning knobs while you're playing and like doing stuff like it to actually make it sound good because otherwise it's just super like in your face, you got to have that totally. ride that filter knob and stuff yeah. like that. It's cool. It's Absolutely, fun. man. And you know, and judging by the way you played it earlier, you're doing a grand job of it. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, that man. means a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh, what's this? Synth number two. Yeah. The Behringer Poly D. Cool. Yeah, the, the Mini Moog clone. Yeah, dude. I've seen I've seen them, but I've never messed about with it. It looks like a lot of fun. It is. They are cool. They're hard. <laughs> They're definitely yeah. like tough to navigate, at least. You That's know. getting into like real I love synth the, stuff. I love yeah. the sequencer on that it's just fun to mess around with the sequencer and mm-hmm. like do all the all the like timing and speeding yeah, up make it. stranger things kind of music yeah, right, yeah right. wicked it's super fun also the keys feel like they're so light and they're so nice to play so you can play like super quickly on it oh, it's, it's a lot of fun oh man i'm jealous i gotta come around and mess around with it sometime mm-hmm. yes, when, sir. when you're off the clock yes sir come back. <laughs> i might even come and just pay for you to let me mess around on it. yeah <laughs> you should see they uh, they just got like this giant wall now on the side of like there's so many synths. I think Patrick we, got a a deal of like a like what like ten. Yeah, a guy was selling like basically his collection of synths. So there's you know a mixture of um kind of more usable synths and then you know kind of sillier synths that you know we just have now, mm-hmm. but they're really fun to play with. Wicked um, man, so it's yeah. like, a, it's like a, a wall of. of of a playground. It's so cool. Mm. Yes. Come that, try them out at Succulent Sound Studios. At Succulent Sound Yeah, there you go. Book, the, the, book your next you, session. You're talking about doing some kind of 80s, like... Hell yeah, man. You know? You go mess around with those synths over there sometimes. Sounds like a plan. Man, I haven't played... Uh, I mean, I, I have... I, all I have is right now is a, is a microcore that I, that I play around with. I, I love that. Oh, the, the, they're so good. I've had it since it came out. Like, I've had... <laughs> it's still, like, the original mm. one that I had. Um, but I haven't had, like, a real synth since, like... Probably the eighties. I mean, yeah, I yeah. Had an old Yamaha DX7 back then and stuff. That was oh, that's so cool. An- analog days, that's so man. cool. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. I mean, good, could, good times. <laughs> if I could have a vintage Juno, oh, if wow. I had, if Hell I had six thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, <laughs> Hell so, yeah, dude. I, that was the first synth plugin I got. I think was like a, a Juno one that worked yeah. in Logic. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so what have you guys got coming up then? What's uh, what's in the works for you guys? Yeah, for the most part, we're in album mode or mixing. I mean, I was mixing all day today with, of course, with Brian. Yeah, uh, tell me about it. I'm right there with you. That's, that's exactly it, what I'm doing. You were but, there? <laughs> that was, that was, <laughs> I didn't even see you. I have his app. I have his synthesizer, and I was with him all day tonight. <laughs> no, it just turns out I was. Uh, I, I've been mixing a ton lately too. Just like every morning, I get up in the morning at nine, and it's all I'm doing all until I come here. That, yeah, dude. Yeah. If I could wake up, I would be there. Like, I'm more like a crack of noon. <laughs> um, I was a crack early? of noon person <laughs> until like five years ago. Yeah, I'm a late yeah. bloomer. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have, or or I should say, Beeline, or at least just me performing as Beeline. We have one performance, which is this Saturday uh, at Play Play Money uh, Pinball Arcade in Stewart. Okay, cool. Yeah. With Dominic Delaney. Oh, nice one. Nice. Okay, yeah. just to have got back off tour then. Yeah. I better go. finish the 
thing that Ricky's having me do for his song then before they get back. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, if, if they get back, yeah. If, they're, yeah. Oh, if they've true. managed to get a van. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, 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 they're, yeah. They're doing all right. They did. They played yeah. a few good, really, really good sold-out shows. Yeah, so. that's I, exciting, yeah. didn't yeah. they? I think they finished their tour Friday at Matthews, if I'm not mistaken. That sounds right. Yeah. Okay, playing, cool. Yeah, they're playing with, uh, I want to say, I know Young Fiction's playing with them. Right. And, and I want to say 33 Lions might be the other oh, band. Okay. Nice. Oh, yeah. that, that's another band that... Yeah. Their record we made. Nice oh, did they? one. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mo- nice. Mostly Pat. Once again, shout out Pat. But right, yeah. right. <laughs> that was nice. that was made in our studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how does it? What's the kind of situation with that? Did you all kind of like pull in? How how you uh, do you like? Is it a kind of a a group run thing, or is it like like what's the kind of structure of? How does it work? What's the power structure over there? <laughs> power structure, <laughs> Duke. There's one guy on top. Yeah, it's Duke. It's our dog, okay. uh, who, who is an engineer on the website. I don't think you can. Duke owns the place. They all work yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> no, yeah. For, uh, Pat is the Patrick Montaneri, Monty right. is the owner okay. and you know primary operator. Gotcha. Um, okay. But you know, like we all we all split whatever we make pretty much evenly between engineer and the studio. Gotcha, okay. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sounds similar similar situations over here. Justin is our hedge fund show. So Justin, I, um, who is the most wonderful podcast engineer, among many other things, <laughs> <laughs> is the owner of LMC, and uh, we're all very grateful to have him. He's been ill the past three days, and um, but he seems like he's managed to pull through, and thank God. I, if he hadn't told me he was sick, I would have never known. Like He, really? like, he yeah, went to he, ground, dude. No, yeah, he, he, said, uh, he said when I saw him earlier, he's like, um, when I first got here, he said that, you know, oh, you know, he's on the tail end, and usually when I was on the tail end, he, he like, pushes through, and, and that just kind of gets him through it, but, I mean... He's a champion, man. Like, he doesn't yeah. look sick at all. No, no. Which really, is awesome. Really, he seems to be bossing it. Yeah. I mean, he's probably dying in there right now, but you know, yeah, yeah, we'll, totally. find, we'll find him passed out on the floor or whatever. But other than that, he's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Let's see what we got coming up this week. Um, we so Kilted Mermaid on we Friday. We do, and there's something exciting about that, isn't there? You want to tell the world? Um, sure. Um, I might potentially possibly come home with another, uh, base on Friday. He's going to have a new base, baby. Cause, uh, yeah. Cause, uh, Rick's, uh, Rick's selling his, uh, his, uh, Engelhart. Yeah, man. Which is, uh, I don't know. just really nice. It's like blonde, uh, upright base. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, man. Nice blonde ones are so yeah. pretty. I'm trying to figure yeah. out, I think what we're going to do is cause I, there's no way I can fit both of them in the truck on the way home with all the other gear. Oh, and right. Guys. Yeah. So I was originally going to leave mine at home and just play his there, then bring it home. But his fear is that if it's not set up the way I like it and it's not quite right or something. I mean, it's not going to be. It's not going to be. So I think what's going to happen is um, I'm probably going to – he's going to bring it on Friday, and I'm going to play like a set with it and see how I feel about it. And if I still want it, um, then I'll probably just head back up there at some point next week or two. Not that far. No, 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 it's not far. It's 45 minutes, 50 minutes, whatever now. Yeah, exactly. So at certain periods in time, you're like driving south of Miami every morning. Well, I mean, and I'm going – I, you know, I'm constantly with the photo shoot stuff. I'm I'm constantly going up to Port St. Lucie and stuff, so it wouldn't be a big deal for me to just – continue up and head up there and pick it up one day so yeah, yeah totally. so, so that's probably what i'll do is i'll just play one set see how i feel about it and if i still like it then i'll uh, pull the trigger on it man. yeah man and so so james and i are playing on saturday at the square group from three to six but more importantly you and ricky have organized an event hey. yes long live the scene and 561 music have partnered up and we are doing a uh Holiday Toy Drive charity concert. Um, uh, it is a $10 suggested donation at the door or a, uh, a, a unwrapped toy of some sort. Um, and if you um, 
Uh, if you bring these things, you know, you'll get to enjoy 11 bands. It starts, uh, doors open at 1, starts at 2 o'clock, music starts at 2 o'clock, and it runs till about 10 p.m. It is at Northwood, I never know if it's Northwood Arts and Music or whether it's Northwood Music and Arts, but it's the Northwood uh, Music and Arts uh, Warehouse, I believe. Yeah, and, um, that sounds and, right. And, um, yeah, so uh, 11 bands, we've partnered up together. Uh, we've got 11 bands, and it's going to be a, a, a toy drive charity, man, so... Um, all proceeds, uh, all proceeds, uh, cash and otherwise, and toys, etc., um, are all going to HHRC, which is a local organization here called Hispanic Human Resource Council. Right. And um, and then they're going to use that. They're going to use all the funds and, and the toys and stuff for, um, uh, you know, under underprivileged uh, families and children that are nice under, under their care and. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good thing, good time, man. So it's Northwood Art and Music Warehouse. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I knew I was gonna get that. And background. Butch and the Fat Dudes are playing it. Butch and the Fat Dudes are playing it. My son's band, uh, Young Fiction's gonna be playing it. Yeah. Um. Um. I we we were You're gonna with- well we were gonna put Killbillies on, but I I didn't want to do that because you guys were already playing with Butch. Um, so I wasn't going to play it, but as it turns out, uh, Andy Styron's bass player is out of town, so I'm going to sit in on bass with Andy Styron. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, that'll be fun. So it'll be different get, for me. So yeah, we'll get to have a little go. Yeah, it'll be fun, man. It'll be fun. There's, an, you know, like I said, there's going to be 11 bands, um, and I, you know, honestly, it's a stacked lineup. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, dude. And then we're doing um, a benefit at Stormhouse Brewing <clears throat> on yeah, Sunday. On Sunday from. Mm-hmm. Uh, from thir- from I said thirteen hundred from from one four. to four yep. yeah yeah <laughs> so that's in that's in like gardens isn't it? that's Palm's Gardens yeah 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 North Palm actually so yeah wicked so um if anyone wants to see Kilbillies you got a couple of opportunities this weekend and yeah. um if you want to see me playing with James's punk band Bush and the Fat Dubes you can see that on Saturday and if you want to do something good for the community and for just general Christmas holiday cheer. You should come to this event on Saturday, um, yeah. which is at Northwood Art Music Center. Um, nice. Northwood Art Music Garage. Where, they got a real, it's warehouse. Where, warehouse. They've got Northwood, such a catchy yeah, yeah, yeah. name. Northwood Arts and Music Warehouse. Oh, there we go. Take three. Good Lord. <laughs> All right, one more time. Northwood Art and Music Warehouse. There you go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Come. Come where, out, guys. Where is that at? To Northwood. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, and, and what are the times on that again? It's uh, doors, doors at 1, music yeah. starts at 2. And okay. uh, and like I said, there's 11 bands. It goes all the way till 10 o'clock. So, you know, it's going to be a lot of music and a lot of bands and a lot of opportunity to uh, have some fun and listen to some good tunes, man. Excellent. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you very much. See, Beeline, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having thank us, you. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Fun. Yeah, dude, you, you guys are sweet. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> 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 See you later. See you later.